The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Women's Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericawomen.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. Welcome to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with Rebecca Hall Greider. In our program each week, we provide the tools, ideas, and encouragement to help you move ahead on your journey, becoming a more powerful and impactful woman in your own life. Now here's your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. Welcome, everyone. I hope that you're having a wonderful week and that you are finding time in this busy season to make sure that you're consciously bringing back magic into your life in a very deliberate way, that holiday magic. And this day, we're going to spend some time together really focused on that because it's so easy as the momentum of the season builds that it can start to run you. And we can start feeling maybe not so magical. We can feel a little pulled too many directions, sometimes resentful, tired, exhausted. There are too many things on the list. And I want to really empower you today to shift that perspective a little bit if that's the way you're feeling at times and to really help build the habit or the practice of bringing magic, that magical holiday feeling back into your life. And what I mean by that is so often we get these beautiful cards or we see these amazing movies or commercials and it's this heart warm, connected feeling that we see there. But we're not always feeling that. And I want to honor how you are feeling and really nourish yourself because we can fall into this practice of serving to the point of depletion and from that place of depletion. And then we can get sick, we can get run down, we can get behind, we won't even enjoy the things that we are doing, and we cannot be fully present. So I want to encourage you to really think about how are you nourishing yourself. I believe a key to bringing the magic back into the season for you is starting some traditions on a daily basis, practices on a daily basis that are going to nourish you on a practical and a profound level. Really thinking about things that on a practical level are setting you up for success that are giving you that pause or that rest or that reflective moment, whatever it is you need on a practical basis so that you can keep going strong out there in a powerful way. What is it that you need to do that in a very practical way? And then in a profound way, we are mind, body, soul, and spirit. So I want you on the practical way, a cellular level, supporting yourself, but also on a spiritual level as well, that you're pausing, that you're listening to that wisdom, to have it pour into you so that you can really be the way you want to be in this season rather than having it run you. So that's the perspective I wanted us to have today as we go into our conversation and talk with amazing experts from a mind, body, soul, and spirit perspective so that you get some real practical tips and 
tools and ways to think about things as well as profound that we're bringing all of you in and together so that you can share all of you in a way that isn't depleting but actually energizing and exciting. Does that sound good? I'm picturing everyone nodding and leaning in. (laughs) So I hope that's a yes. And you are looking forward to our conversation. But let's really connect on a deep level first so that you really are pausing and listening to what it is that you need today. Whether it's something you hear on the show or maybe in this time together, you're going to open up and hear something that your spirit's been trying to share with you or as you leave our time together today that you're open to receive whatever it is that you need. So let's take a moment together to really connect in that space and see and discover what it is that you need today. For those of you who are driving, please stay safe. Keep your hands on the wheels, eyes open, alert, but internally kind of turn in a little bit and be open to receive. And then those of you who are able to, I encourage you to really ground yourself, which means not grounding like you're being bad, (laughs) but ground meaning that you're really centered and connected. So if you can put both feet on the floor, hip distance apart, and really feel that chair if you're sitting down, which I recommend supporting you. Clear away any distractions that might be pulling at you. And let's take a deep breath together. That this is your time for you. I claim it for you. You said yes to you by leaning in to this time together today. And with this next breath, put one hand on your heart and one hand on your head, bringing all of you in mind, heart, body, soul, and spirit deep breath. Go ahead and close your eyes. And what is it that you need today that would be of service to you, that would support you? What is it that you need? And you're open to receiving because that is your choice. And just listen. Sometimes you'll get a feeling a picture, a memory, a word. What is it that you need? Receive that. And are you willing to receive? Because it's a choice what it is that you need. I invite you to say yes, but it is your choice. Let's breathe that in. Beautiful. So go ahead and come back into the room. Open up your eyes. And your as you're opening your eyes, really picture opening your heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit to receive, to listen, to share, so that you can really step powerfully into this season in a way that's empowering and rejuvenating to you. Go ahead and capture that information. I want you to keep it top of mind today, whatever it is that you need and you're willing to receive so that you're actually on the lookout for it. You're listening. You're actively out there willing to lean into whatever it is that you need. When we know what we need and want, it's a lot easier to recognize those opportunities that will lead us there. So be on the lookout actively to receive what it is that you need and are looking in today. 
looking for today. Because I want this time to serve and support you. Beautiful. Let's breathe together one more time. And I do hope you continue to breathe throughout the show. (laughs) Not just that one more time. But I love to consciously do that together. It's a really powerful way to connect mind, heart, body, soul, and spirit. And feel that support energetically one with another. Beautiful. So Sarah... I didn't know if you had something laid upon your heart during that time that you wanted to share. Hi, Rebecca. Yes, I. you know, something did come to me, and I, mm-hmm. I do think of a lot of um, self-care rituals and so on that uh, are important. But at this time of year, a really, really no-nonsense thing came to me, which was get enough sleep. You know, it's so easy to shortchange ourselves on sleep. And it sounds so mundane, but it really makes a huge amount of difference. And um, making sure you get enough sleep during this holiday period will be a good habit that you can establish to carry forward into the new year. So that was what came to me. Beautiful. I love that. And how amazing is that? We can actually start the things we want to build into our life, like maybe more energy by getting sleep. (laughs) Um, Now we don't have to wait till the new year. (laughs) We can actually start that now. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. Great reminder. How about you, Alex? Did you have something laid upon your heart to share? Oh, I did. It was really clear, Rebecca. First, the word share. And they got curious about sharing what specifically that meant for me today. I got the picture of the ocean. I live by I live in Hawaii now and I'm five minutes walk from, from the beach. And the water is very heavy. It's got this it's got this aliveness and this energy. And it's just like go share yourself and who you're being with with the planet, with the water. Um, just be just don't have the boundaries. Mm. I love that as you were sharing, I was hearing richly share, you know, with others. I, I think that's so beautiful. And what a great visual and reminder of the ocean, because the ocean is so vast. And to know that we can share in that way, that we do have the ability to have endless energy and um, ways to tap into ourselves that we can share deeply and richly without having to hold back. Beautiful. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I really had uh, laid upon my heart is to start a tradition, start a practice that brings you joy, something that makes you smile, and that you can bring that lift into your heart and your spirit at any moment. You don't have to wait until a special time or a special experience to have that, but what are things that you can do every day? that can bring that lift into your life. There is an author that I really admire, and she actually has the practice of a joy box, and then it became so full, she has a joy room in her house now. And she went through some really, really difficult, challenging times, and the things that helped her get through um, were in that joy box. Sometimes there were a little comic strip or some weird toy someone had sent them that just made her smile when she looked at it, Uh, memories that she would capture in a picture. And whenever she was feeling a dip or discouraged or down, that's a practice that she built into her life was to look at those things or pick them up and hold them in their hands that just 
made her smile and brought that lift and joy in into her heart. And so I encourage you to find a way to bring some of that joy into your heart that it's not dependent on other people or circumstances or things that may be happening. We do have these ups and downs in life. So what is it that you can do to bring that joy and that lift to you and your spirit? That's what was laid upon my heart. Well, we are getting ready to go to our first commercial break, and I invite you during this time to really sit in this space and listen. What is it that you need on a practical and profound level that you would like to bring into your life today? Now, what is it that you need and are looking for? And when you come back, we will be digging into our first expert interview to support you on your journey. We'll talk to you in just a moment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had an opportunity during that commercial break to really sit in that heart space and think about what it is that you need to support you on your journey. Um, Sometimes if we can just turn that spotlight a little bit inward and listen, it's amazing what we'll discover and how we'll be able to support ourselves really powerfully. So I encourage you to keep doing that periodically. It'll really serve you powerfully. Now, our first guest is Sarah, Sarah Calhoun, and I 
love Sarah and her energy. I know you're going to enjoy her. She was a caregiver for many years, and now I consider her a caregiver of caregivers. <laughs> she is, has a master's in public health and city, des, city and design planning, and she is both the principal and founder of The Careful Journey. She is passionate about supporting caregivers and helping people who may not recognize that they are a caregiver yet discover that and get the support they need before they feel pulled too many directions and start to go down that burnout path. So please lean in and warmly welcome the amazing Sarah Calhoun. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca. Nice to be here with you today. Glad to have you. And before we get too deep into our conversation, I was wondering if you'd share with our listeners why this work of supporting caregivers is personally so important to you. Well, as I've told you about Rebecca before, um, I took care of my father in my home for five years pretty recently. That's not the only caregiving journey I've been on, but that was the most recent one. And after he died, I felt I felt myself just severely depleted. And I couldn't understand why, because I had been doing all the right things. You know, I had been taking time for myself. I had been scheduling time and so on, and and it just mystified me. And I thought, I wish there had been someone who could um, have warned me that this is what it would be like. And then it, it it occurred to me that given all my experience and my background and so on, that maybe I could be that person for other people. And I, you know, I had already become kind of a go-to person for other caregivers in my life, so I started doing it on a on a broader basis. Beautiful. Well, I love that from your own experience of discovering what it's really like <laughs> and yeah. how it would have made a huge difference if you'd had someone warn you or prepare you from that side of things and perhaps even walk beside you. And I love that you recognized right away because this is something I don't believe everyone does. So we're like, why didn't someone help me with this? Someone should have done this. And that someone we're kind of irritated and frustrated with and we're waiting for someone to make this better. And what I love is you owned it. And he said, well, I bet I could be that someone and I can do that for others. And I just want to thank you on behalf of all caregivers that you said yes and that you are now that someone. Well, you're welcome, Rebecca. (laughs) And thank you for that recognition. I appreciate that. Absolutely. It's so needed. And I want to ask you something about this because I know you and I have had conversations about this that – People are frequently a caregiver and they don't recognize it. And that's actually one of the biggest challenges caregivers have is not recognizing that they actually are a caregiver and that they need to be aware of certain ways that can impact their life to build the support in that they need. Do you mind sharing how someone could understand or, to, or see that they actually may be a caregiver? You know... I have heard the Family Caregiver Alliance define caregiving as any time you spend 20 minutes or more per week thinking about somebody else's needs. Now, that's quite a few of us, mm-hmm. really. You know, that, but, but their, their point in setting that bar at that point is that it sneaks up on you. And, and pretty soon it's an hour, and pretty soon it's an hour a day, 
I spoke with a woman last week who was spending three hours a day helping her neighbor, and she didn't think that was anything. Mm-hmm. She didn't think that was much. And so, you know, it's sometimes hard to convince caregivers who have that that tendency to look out for other people that they're actually doing something, that what they're doing is something. Exactly. And that it's important and worthwhile. And I want to restate what you said just because I want people to hear it in two different voices. <laughs> because you just illustrated how caregivers and those that, that naturally lean into that and are doing it in their everyday life don't even really feel like they're doing much or that they're doing something, um, that it really is a value. So it's 20 minutes or more per week thinking I heard you say that, Sarah. Thinking. Yes, thinking. About yes, not exa- not not only hands-on work. This is mm-hmm. scheduling things for people. You know, arranging things, um, uh, anticipating things. Exactly, and the reason it's important, and uh, and I'd love to have you elaborate on this, Sarah. Just I know you and I have had a number of conversations about this. That the reason it's so important to recognize that you are doing caregiving is is be taking up space and energy, and that's a beautiful thing. We need caregivers absolutely in our lives. It is not a solo journey. We need each other, but it's important if you are a caregiver, if you are spending twenty minutes or more per week thinking about others and arranging things and making calls, that you're aware you are a caregiver and that it is important to build in practices and support so you can keep doing those things that you're doing in your life. Um, It's important to know, oh, I guess I am a caregiver. I didn't realize that. And now that I know that, there are tools and resources available to really support me. Do you have anything you'd love to add to that, Sarah? Well, that's right. Once people recognize themselves as caregivers, it kind of influences your orientation to what what you look for. You know, then you can start looking for resources that that assist people in thinking about their caregiving journey and thinking about their self-care. And you can really focus yourself on what do I need to do, like you said, practices to do every day. You know, self-care is not something you do once a week or once a month or once in a while. Self-care is something you need to do every day, and it can be small things. You know, a a friend of mine, her self-care journey starts in the evening with a disconnection ritual, and that ritual is set off when she flosses her teeth. You know, it's kind of the mindset you bring to to a process or to an event and say, okay, now I'm starting to let go of the events of the day and, you know, retreat into... Uh, a space where I can take care of myself, and this is this is what notifies me that I'm doing that. And can I ask you something about this? And this, it, it's not on the questions that you sent me. Are you okay with me going <laughs> off script? Um, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> and and this is just from my personal experience because I've had times in my life where um, I became a caregiver and went into survival mode and kind of hid and um, was just trying to get through the next day to the next day. And it was scary to even share with anybody because it almost made it more real. And yet I found myself getting um, stressed. I got angry at uh, makeup even <laughs> because it wasn't covering up the bags under my eyes and I got and I remember a moment where I'm in the mirror going that's your whole job what's the point and I kind of threw the little applicator down in the sink and I looked at myself and I went wow you're really cranky you've crossed over <laughs> and that's not my normal state not that I don't have my moments but I didn't know who to turn to I didn't know what to do I'm sure there were warning signs and 
signs and indicators before that. And so that's what I was wondering, Sarah, if you could share indicators that a caregiver is getting spread a little too thin or needs some support. What what is what are some of the things that if you are spending twenty minutes or more a week to kind of be on the lookout for? Like that's an indicator, a red flag, not bad, but just aware that you need some additional support and it's okay to lean into that. Well, that crankiness that you mentioned, that shows up in a lot of places. I used to notice it when I got behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> mm. It's not a good place to experience that sort of uh, that sort of irrational um, tendency to lash out, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 that's, and that's fairly common. I mean, people make jokes about it. People laugh about it. But anyone, you don't have to be necessarily taking care of someone else because we're all pulled six different ways to Sunday in our lives, you know, busy and responsible people who have obligations. And if you are feeling that things overwhelm you, things take over, you feel that a situation gets out of control easily, that's an indicator to, that you need to step back and start taking a look at your life and in what ways do I need to make space for myself mm-hmm. so that I cannot have this feeling of always being right at the edge of my capacity. Perfect. Thank you, because it does sneak up on you, and you're just like, well, one more day, a little less sleep, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, what's this is not how I want to be, um, and that that's a great time to recognize, okay, let's take a new look at things, and how can I shift things to be more of who I want to be? And that's right, because, you know, we say to ourselves, well, I'll sleep in January. You know, we say yeah. to ourselves around Christmas time, I'll sleep in January, but January comes around and something else comes up, and you know, we we just shortchange ourselves chronically and then wonder, why are we yelling at our makeup? <laughs> why are exactly. we yelling at the vegetables? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, you've, you've given a little sample of ways that you help caregivers. One is recognizing that they're a caregiver, and I know that there's support that you give them. Do you mind sharing a little bit about what you do to support caregivers and some of the resources? I know you have amazing resources. So how do you support caregivers? You know, my uh, program for caregivers is really individualized, and it begins with a session, one-on-one session, where we talk about where you are in the caregiving journey. You know, if you're just beginning it, if you're kind of thinking, oh, this person may need some help, or if you're well in the middle of it or towards the end of it, it's different kinds of needs that you have in those times. A lot of people who are further along have already recognized some of the things that I've talked about, and so then there are other ways, other issues that they need support with. Sometimes people need help with a transition that needs to happen in their lives or the lives of a loved one um, or, or family dynamics kind of thing. I also provide training about medical advocacy, which is one of the most powerful things that a person can do for someone else is to be an effective medical advocate. When we're sick, we don't feel 100% of ourselves, and everybody needs somebody who can, you know, be the second person in the in those moments and and help with intervening with doctors and hospitals and so on in an effective way um i i go out to home do home visits if a person is local and do home assessments so there's a lot of different um aspects to it but like i said it begins with with a session i call it a care for you too session to figure out where you are and where what your needs may be at this moment 
Beautiful. And I love that because the caregiver who's getting pulled so many directions now has a caregiver supporting them (laughs) and really (laughs) helping them have what they need. So they don't need to figure it out all all on their own and will really guide them to um, be all that they can be in this and want to be in this. So I think that's really, really powerful. And I know that you've put together an amazing gift. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Well, as I mentioned, the, the, um, Caregiving process, the, the process of taking care of yourself as a caregiver, we can start that with a, with a session of Care For You 2 session. And I would like to offer a session to all of your listeners who feel that they could benefit from that by signing up. Um, it's a complimentary session at this time that I'm offering because I feel strongly that caregivers are under-recognized and under-recognized themselves and their own value. And I would like to support caregivers by offering that complimentary. Is it something that a listener could maybe recognize it in someone else and encourage them to listen to the show and um, hear that offer? Are you okay with them sharing it? Yes, certainly. That's oftentimes the way that people get referred to me is that even someone who's being taken care of who thinks their caregiver needs Mm -hmm. some additional assistance. Yep, exactly, exactly. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for your wisdom and the information you shared with us today and your generous gift. I know caregivers all over the world will benefit from the opportunity to lean in and get support and even recognize that they're a caregiver. So thank you for generously making that available. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Rebecca. I really appreciate being on your show. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Love having you. And I promise to let you know how to access Sarah's amazing gift and Alex's if you stay on till the end of the show. So make sure to stay connected and we will look forward to talking to you in just a moment. favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Tune in for Suzanne Ross and Lighten Up TV, evolutionary wellness for the body, mind, and spirit. Each episode features Suzanne and her amazing guests, including inspirational authors, speakers, wellness experts, and spiritual guides. This series is focused on achieving total well-being so that you can live well and love life. Visit LightenUpTV.net to find out more. Lighten Up TV is presented by The Awakening Center, a nonprofit for those seeking a higher way of living and being. Don't miss out on living your best life now. Go to LightenUpTV.net today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed that commercial break and you got a chance to listen and reflect and lean in. And I hope that you got a lot of value out of what Sarah um, shared with us earlier. It's so important, especially during this season, to remember our caregivers and to um, look out for them and help empower them during this season and and, um, beyond this season. So again, I really appreciate Sarah joining us and sharing her wisdom. And I wanted to mention something before we go into our next exciting expert interview that I really encourage you during the commercial breaks to listen and reflect in, but also get to know our sponsors. They are featured during those commercial breaks. And these are people that and organizations and institutions that believe in, that empowering women is important that they believe in it so much, they're willing to invest their time, their energy, their resources, and their brand in the work that we do and really make this show possible. And I personally love to know organizations that believe in that way and people that support women. And so I wanted to make sure I mentioned that on the show, that those are really who the sponsors are. And I invite you to get to know them because they believe in you and are investing in you. And I would love for you to get to know them as well. Wonderful. Well, now we are transitioning into our next exciting interview with Alex Iglesia, and he is an international speaker and coach, a former NASA engineer, a, you call yourself a born-again ninja, you have two black belts, <laughs> so diverse mixture here, a, ma- a master's in conscious evolution, and you are passionate and Alex is passionate, I should say, about people getting clarity on what's uniquely theirs, their gifts, their talents to give to the world. And then he helps empower them to do that. Please lean in and warmly welcome the amazing Alex Iglesia to the show. Welcome. Hi, Rebecca. Thank you. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, do you mind sharing why this work of helping people get clarity is, is personally so important to you? Yeah, well, Rebecca, I had the hardest time figuring out what I wanted to do. And as I was growing up, I'd ask my dad and I'd ask different people, what do you do? Um, What is it like to do what you do? And they'd be all sorts of things, engineers or surfers or doctors or whatever. And for some reason, and I couldn't figure this out until a few years ago, I could never understand what they did. And then deciding what to do was always really difficult. I'd find myself going in the flow of the next thing and getting into engineering and getting into this, you know, personal training years and years later. But it always felt by accident, never felt really by choice. Now I recognize that what I was really looking for when I was asking, like, what do you do? What do you really do? It's like, what is your gift? What are you bringing to the world? I didn't know I was looking for that when I was a kid. But now I recognize I was looking for that. And that sense of like deep, fundamental, foundational clarity that lets me just relax and be at home on the planet that's what I was looking for forever. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. At Home on the Planet, that's such a powerful 
phrase because I hear people talking about they don't feel comfortable in their own skin. They don't know where they start and and stop. And I think it's really beautiful that you have discovered that for yourself and feel at home on the planet. So anywhere in the world, you feel at home (laughs) and that you help others do that. So really, really beautiful, powerful work. Thank you. Yes. Now, Speaking of at home on the planet, I'm assuming it also means at home in the seasons that you really uh, have clarity of what to say yes or no to and how you want to flow through the seasons. So if people can discover that, how does that, if that's true, what are your thoughts on that? How can they be able to be at home in the holiday season? That's a great question uh, because a lot of people go to visit home or their old home or what used to be home uh, or they're in a home uh, that wasn't where they grew up. So we've got all these interesting dynamics about home, especially Mm -hmm. for the holidays. And um, we live in Hawaii now. We've just been here. And just last night, my wife and I went and got some of our first furniture uh, here in the Big Island. And... We had a couple, um, air quotes, you know, problems, but really it was easy. And we were having a conversation about, you know, what's really easy? What, was it, what does it take for things to feel easy? And it struck me how many ideas we have about what is easy or what easy should feel and look like, when really at its essence, easy is just like the mechanism of easy is this is happening. I accept that it's happening. What can I do? What do I want to do next? And we're just Mm -hmm. in that moment. And that gets completely clouded in the holidays when we're around a lot of people, when we're around a lot of marketing, when we've got years of maybe resentment built up around all sorts of things. And if that's all underneath the surface, then we are swimming in this world of muck instead of just getting to be present. Beautiful. And so how can someone handle some of these things during the holiday season? Because it can get hard to handle, especially when all these different homes and we might have all these feelings and maybe we're in the middle of that muck. How can we um, ease, be more at ease in the holiday season? Do you have a tip or a way that you could help us with that? Yeah. Um, So one of the the first principles of embodied practices you know, any kind of a mind-body practice, is to get interested. If you're mm. interested, I, I watched this, this, this dancer mover do the presentation once, and he, he danced around the room, and was, he said, okay, how interesting was that? And we all said, oh, it's a two, it's a three out of ten. And then he leaned in, mm. he got on the floor, and he looked like he was on a search, and it drew all of us in. So when we get interested in anything in your breath, in the goosebumps on your arm, on the color of green, if you, on, on the, the quality of the anger you have towards your dad in the moment. Like, whatever it is, if you just turn it into interest, it will bring you way more presence and let you have a lot more choice and power with whatever's going on. 
I I love this because I see this around fear a lot. So this makes a lot of sense to me what you're you're sharing, Alex, about this getting interested, you know, curiosity, leaning in. And I also find it's when we do that without judgment. It's just kind of with understanding and curiosity, what's going on? Or I'm really reacting strongly to this, or why am I getting mad at my makeup applicator? Or, you know, what's going on? Kind of like what we would do with a friend that's maybe behaving in a way that doesn't seem quite like them we'd say hey what's what's going on not why did you do that it's kind of leaning in with this curiosity and interest of hey what's what's going on let's let's understand this and what do you want to do about this kind of giving us the space and I find the same thing with fear and when we lean in and really try to understand what we're afraid of or what's going on there it starts to not be as powerful and not drive us and there's a lot of wisdom that can we can discover in that, and I believe that place of empowerment, like you were saying, that you can get um, the ability to make choices when you understand a little bit more of what's going on. So I don't know if you had anything else that you want to add into that, but I think it's really powerful what you've shared. Well, it just seems as, as, you're, as you're sharing and reflecting on on uh, Sarah, your previous guest, um, that, that that sense of care, like mm-hmm. when we when there's interest. We're, we're accessing that care and that foundation. And when the interest isn't really there, then we're trying to fix and judge and, you know, we're fundamentally making ourselves and other things wrong. So interest and care um, really do open a lot of doors. Beautiful. Thank you. So powerful tips on a practical and profound level, that interest and that care and really leaning in. And I know you have a lot of thoughts about gratitude during this season. Do you mind sharing a little bit about how you like to look at gratitude during this season? I would love to. You know how people talk about have a positive attitude or an attitude of gratitude or have, you know, keep a positive attitude, or wear that smile. And I think that's one of the worst things we can do if, if it's covering up resentment or judgment or anything else. Now, for example, uh, before we moved to Hawaii, my wife and I lived in Marin, and my stepson, who was uh, about 24 at the time, came to live with us. And for about two years, we practiced gratitude at dinner. And for about the first year, it was like, oh, I'm grateful about this. Am I done yet? You know, all of us. It was like trying to put gratitude where it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think does more damage. So instead of an attitude of gratitude, how about actual gratitude? Which would bring us back to interest. It's like, okay, in this moment, what am I grateful for? And if I don't know, then it's like, I don't know. And that's just real. Or it's like, I'm not grateful. I'm, you know, mad at this and this. Then if there's not room to get that out, to be heard by ourselves or by someone else, then don't even worry about gratitude. Like, just get it out. And then get to the actual gratitude. It's way more healing, way more empowering, and um, a whole lot more fun. And to me, very honoring. You know, really honoring the feelings and the emotions and what we think and feel instead of covering them up or stuffing them down or making it wrong to feel that way. So I think that's really beautiful. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that, Mm -hmm. that share and perspective. And I know that you have also created an amazing gift for our listeners. And I was wondering if you would lean in and share a little bit about that. I'd love to. It's it's something really uh, dear to me. I, um, it's called the 10 steps to move forward, dissolve resistance, and get the clarity and confidence 
you're looking for. Um, one of my gifts and geniuses in general is guiding processes and adventures that empower people to discover what's theirs. And when we were wondering, like, we've been wanting to do come to Hawaii for nine years. Do we really want <laughs> it? And we came here for 10 days. And spontaneously, I sort of gave myself an epic uh, leadership retreat. And these 10 steps came forward, and they really helped us, uh, myself specifically, decide, absolutely, this is it. This is what we've been asking for, and I will show up to be the person I have desired to be. And it just took it to a whole new level. So I, I, I put that into a, an email course, and what it'll walk people through is a really fun and easy process. And at the end and throughout, you get more power, more clarity, more confidence, more insight, and it's just really wonderful. It'll move things forward. Beautiful. Thank you so much for making that available, having power, clarity, and forward movement. I know most people that I talk to are looking for all of those things and wanting that. So I appreciate you making that available. We're going to our next commercial break. So I encourage you again, get to know those sponsors. And when you come back, we will share how to access these generous and amazing gifts, as well as give you some additional tips and insights. We'll look forward to talking to you in just a moment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Rebecca Hall Greider's Speaker Talent Search is looking for people like you. With just one seven-minute audition, you could open the doors to hundreds of speaking opportunities. This is a dynamic way to share your message, reach more people, and expand your impact. Apply now at yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Finalists get to audition live in front of community leaders looking to fill all kinds of speaking opportunities. Don't wait. Find out more. Visit yourpurposedrivenpractice.net forward slash speaker dash talent. Announcing a powerful new TV channel featuring programs designed to enhance and transform your life. Make powerful connections one program at a time. And by doing so, we can bring transformation to the world. Tune in each week to Empowered Connections TV as we add new programs to help you make empowered connections of your own. Visit EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. That's EmpoweredConnectionsTV.com. And make the most of an incredible life transformation. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider. If you have a question or comment for Rebecca or her guest, we'd love to hear from you. Please call into the program at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Rebecca at yourpurposedrivenpractice.com. Now back to Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Welcome back, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed that commercial break. It was interesting. Behind the scenes, we were just sitting together in quietness and breathing. (laughs) And it was really nice to just be and have that moment and that pause together where we're still connecting, but we're just kind of being 
present in the moment. So I hope that you had a similar opportunity during this past commercial break, really leaning in to what you've heard and what you're hearing and receiving. And as we go into this closing segment, I wanted to touch on a couple things. One, I wanted to make sure I followed up on my promise, which was to let you know how to access these amazing and generous gifts that are being provided to you. But I wanted to share why we do this, because I don't always do that every show, and some of you may or may not know the heart behind that. It's because I really want this show to create movement in your life, traction in your life, and to give you, on some level, the same access I have to the amazing experts that are on the show. And the best way I know how to do that is to have you guys start to form a connection and to have practical tools and resources to support you. And that's what the free gifts are all about, is to really support you on your journey and at the same time it helps you start to build a relationship with these experts that can really serve and support you on your journey so i hope you lean in and say yes to these gifts and allow them to support you on your journey in life that you'll be nourished and empowered everywhere you go this is how you access them you go to www.radio gifts and it's plural because there's more than one radio gifts.net and when you open up that window you're going to see an opportunity to put your name and email address so we can stay in touch which I love to do and then you'll also see a number of gifts from me as well that I love to include to support you and then the gifts that Alex and Sarah are making available to you you just scroll down to December 15th that date you'll see their beautiful pictures and their handsome picture and have the opportunity to click on their gift. So I encourage you to do that. And then I also asked our guests if they had anything else laid upon their heart to share because we opened up the show Listening to Our Hearts and I always want to honor that journey as we go through our time together today. And they both said, yes, they have another tip or insight that they wanted to share with you. So I wanted to start with you, Sarah. Do you mind sharing what was laid upon your heart or the tip or insight that you wanted to share with our listeners? Well, it's kind of dual. Um, This is a good time of year for reassessment. And so, Mm -hmm. and it's also a time when uh, families may get together. And so it's a good time to look at how have your caregiving needs changed during this last year? And where do you need help that you didn't maybe need earlier? And to ask for that help. And also to take time to make a, a connection with your loved one, with your care recipient. Just do something fun together. Beautiful. It doesn't always have to be around care and doing. It can actually be a fun memory that you're building. I think that's really right. powerful. And I also believe this reassessment is universal. This is a great time of year that we can pause and reflect. And I want to add, celebrate. (laughs) We need to celebrate more than we remember to do. Sometimes we just cross things off the list and we go on to the next without really pausing, honoring, acknowledging, and celebrating. So if I can add in during that reassessment period, regardless of if you're a caregiver or not, really take a moment to reflect on this past year and look at what you're wanting to do going forward and find three things to celebrate that you did or that you're releasing or that you're moving into. It brings that joy into you. 
So thank you so much for, for that reminder, Sarah. I really appreciate that, that reassessment and doing something fun. This can be a fun season. We, we hope that it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Alex, how about you? Did you have something on your heart to share as well, a tip, an insight? Yes, Rebecca. My, my recommendation, especially with everything going on and all the people you're going to be hanging out with and the groups and it can be overwhelming and it can be exciting, is to open your gifts together. Mm. So I mean, this literally like your gifts and the gifts the other person have when you're with people, play the game of finding out how you, finding out how you can help them, but within the way that you're, you're going to discover more of your own gifts while discovering their gifts. So you get to recognize and honor yourself and them in the getting to know each other, in the dealing with them, even if you've known them for a long time. So open your gifts together. And are you meaning literal gifts that you're giving each other or the gifts of each other? In- I do mean the gifts of each other. So in, Beautiful. So as, yeah, as, you're, as you're getting to know each other, as you're getting to serve and help each other, play the game of discovering more about your gifts, more of their gifts through that interaction. I love that. And I think it's powerful to celebrate and reflect back some of what you see in another. Um, What a gift, because sometimes we can miss our gifts. I don't know. Do you find that, Alex? I find that sometimes. We take it for granted. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Our gifts are the easiest ones to miss. Yep. Beautiful. So what an opportunity as we're discovering more about ourselves and we're reassessing and, and looking at things to remember to really share the gift that we see in others with each other as we're discovering our gifts. Really, really beautiful. And with that, I want to remind all of you that you are a powerful gift, a gift of many gifts that can keep on giving and serve and touch people's lives in such a powerful way. But I want you to be able to do it in a way that is sustainable, in a way that you're empowered and rejuvenated, not depleted. So I want to acknowledge you being on the show today, that you said yes to serving you, to getting nourishment and wisdom and insight. And that's a gift when you can lean in and receive and be open. So I celebrate and acknowledge that with you. And then I also want to encourage you to apply a couple of the tips and insights that you learned from us today. So maybe it's saying yes to those gifts and getting that support in those processes, those 10 steps or the care for you session. Maybe it's remembering to pause and breathe and and start a tradition, but take a couple things that you're going to actually do action in your life so that you can really bring the holiday magic back into your life, not just during the holiday season, but going forward. I want you to have that joy and that spark in your life so that you are a shiny gift that people lean into, not one that's getting depleted and cranky and stretched a little too thin. I really want you to fully shine the amazing gift of gifts that you are. There's no one else just like you on the planet. You are so worth taking care of yourself, drawing boundaries, really leaning into the wonder of who you are. And I invite you to do that and celebrate you doing it. That wherever you go, whatever you do, may you always, always bloom where you're planted and shine. I so look forward to talking to you next week. Take care.
Thank you for joining us this week for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives. Please tune in again for another edition with your host, Rebecca Hall Greider, next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Women's Channel. And join us for a replay of the show every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a beautiful week, and may you always bloom where you're planted and shine. We'll be right back. 